0: Welcome back, perfect peeps to perfect.dev. Today on the show we have Wes Boss. <laughs> hey. What's up, Wes? Hey. Oh, not too much. Excited to be on. Should be fun. For those of you who don't know, which would blow my mind, Wes is a web developer teacher and speaker from Hamilton, Ontario. He creates online courses for web developers like beginner JavaScript, full stack advanced React and GraphQL, and Learn Node. Wes is also co-host of Syntax FM with Scott Talinsky, a tasty treats podcast for web developers. <laughs> I got something fun for you. You ready for this?
1: Yes. Wes Barracuda Boss. <laughs>
0: <Woo>. <laughs> I thought I'd just like throw that one in there. I thought it was super fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's one of our intros. We've been meaning to get some new ones for a while now, but I really like uh I really like the uh, Barracuda Boss. I just (laughs)
2: listened to the last episode from the Scott's Old House and you guys were like, yeah, we keep saying that we're going to get new intros and then we probably won't. (laughs) Yeah, it's
1: only so much time in the day.
2: Yeah,
0: (laughs) I still love the Barracuda. I think it's my favorite. All right, Wes. So, to get started, we're kind of curious, like, how did you get started in web development? I know you've talked about on the show, but I just want to kind of circle back and go through it.
1: Yeah. Oh, it goes goes way back. Um, Growing up, I was always super into computers. My dad worked in IT. That meant we had a computer in the house pretty early. Um, I'm 32 or 33, something like that. So, when I was a kid... Not everybody had a computer, um, and then not everybody had internet, and so I was I was kind of like exposed to that at an early age. Um, And then I remember being in like grade five or so, and being like, like how do how do you like I would go to websites, uh, but I would like how do you actually like get stuff on there? Like where do you go? Where is the internet? You know, Um, so. From that, I sort of like learned about uh, making little websites I made some um, websites on PlayStation, Uh, PlayStation 2. When that came out, I made a pretty big website about it, uh, which is funny because I spent so much time working on this website about PlayStation 2. And it was really fun learning all of that stuff. And then I, like, literally got the PlayStation 2 and I wasn't all that interested. I've, like, never been really a gamer. (laughs) So um, that was a bit of a dud to actually buy it. But it was fun to, like, make the website. So uh, from there, making personal websites, things like that. Um, As I got into high school, I got really involved in the hardcore music scene. Um, And it's kind of like the whole, like, punk mentality is like do-it-yourself. So we were very early on in MySpace days. So I was building MySpaces. I was doing a lot of design for CD art and stuff like that. T-shirts, I did tons of T-shirts. But as it became more online, um, I was doing more and more MySpaces. As MySpace started to fizzle out, I did more websites. Um, And then as I was like sort of getting into university... Um, or maybe even a couple of years before university, I like what happened is that the punks grew up and got jobs, or the the punks had like suburban parents who needed websites for their businesses. This is like before um,
0: band camp. You actually had to do something else.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, they would just be like, "Hey, can you build a website for my parents?" And so I'd build a website for like a a hardcore band and uh, a pool company. And uh, that sort of just like gave me momentum over the next, I don't know, four or five years. Um, all through university, I started doing more and more freelance work. Um, started getting pretty good at WordPress, pretty good at JavaScript, pretty good at CSS. Uh, and by the time I, I... I should say I didn't go to school for web development. I went to school for what's called business technology management. It's like... um. IT degree. Sure. Um, it's, it's a business degree focused on IT. So like working in a bank or a lot of people go work at consultancies and things like that uh, on like, how do you fix our processes and swim lane diagrams and, and flow diagrams and all that. So uh, by the time I was like done school, I had done all these co-ops. I had worked at ExxonMobil. I had worked for a, a small little uh, video agency. And all through those co-ops, I was just kind of like sitting there being like, I, I don't love this actually I don't like it at all and also i'm making more money at night building freelance websites than i'm making for like working these co-ops which is like they're pretty good paying Like got the this was like 10 years ago and i was making like 24 bucks an hour which is Jeez. like still today it's, all- it's good money so i was like you know what i'm just gonna like gonna go whole hog uh just work for myself right out of school Um, so I graduated school. I, I, my last co-op, I had to do co-op to graduate. So I co-op for myself. I, I convinced (laughs) them to let me co-op for myself, which was super cool of them. The government, uh, I did some like thing called summer company here and the government gives you like three grand to start a company. Uh, so Mm -hmm. like. And then they give you all these like training. Come like, once a week, you had to go in for a couple hours, and it was it was like me like building a freelance business, and then it's like kids washing cars and walking dogs, <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, and I it was funny because I was like, how do taxes work? And they weren't saying anything about that. They're like, you have to uh, send invoices and things like that. Um, so I'm a little bit scattered there. So I did the summer company, I did the the co op. Um, I uh, at the end of school, I proposed to my wife. And I just kind of just like, let's just do it. Let's go for it. And I was really happy that I did that because um, at that point, I was like pretty good at what I did. And if you're good at what you do and you're like, you can get on the phone call and go in for meetings. Like there's lots of work out there for you as a web, development, web developer. Uh, so, yeah, that was, that was the next kind of four or five years of my life I was just doing freelance work. Um, working with startups in in Toronto, things like that, doing a lot of web development. Um, And sort of along the same lines, I started doing a lot of blogging that turned to doing teaching in person. Um, And then eventually that turned into me saying, like, I just want to do YouTube and make my own courses from there. So it's a bit of a a job through my past, but that's that's the high level of it.
0: I'm kind of curious. Yeah, go
1: ahead.
2: Oh, it sounds like your goal was never to go out on your own. It was just like, yeah, you just fell into it. But that was what life gave you. And you, I,
1: I always wanted, like, I've always been entrepreneurial as a kid. I would pick pears and sell them by the side of the road. And um, I just, I remember being like little Scrooge McDuck when I was a kid and I would just count <laughs> my money. And then I remember writing down on pieces of paper, like, how much to get to a hundred dollars? Like, that was my goal. And I would count my money every single day. And, I just remember I had like a paper route and they paid you like, I think by the hour and I, I work like three hours a week. And then I moved to like doing mowing lawns. And I remember I got 20 bucks to mow a lawn and I did it in like 45 minutes. And I was like, that's, that's it. That's where it is. It's not the like trading ass and seat time. It's how do you figure out how to just provide value? 20 bucks to mow a lawn was a good value for the guy. Um, and it only took me forty five minutes, and uh, I I just used my parents' lawnmower and gas, so that was free. <laughs> um, like it was, it was like it really like was clear to me that uh, you can be a lot more free and flexible with your time and do stuff that you enjoy if you just like work a little bit hard and try to go out on your own. So I I, I think like since I was a kid, I always knew I'd be trying to do my own thing and and it became super clear once i actually got jobs in, working in banks and gas companies being like this is what everybody in my school wanted <laughs> and i hate this
0: <laughs> <laughs> i i will say i you kind of like it, it hit my ear just right when you were talking about like your other hobbies Wes is a great follow on Instagram as well because he's <laughs> always going to like I think it's the dump and, and picking up uh, all this random stuff and just building random things at it right
2: you're like MacGyver.
1: yeah
0: yeah I MacGyver. Yeah,
1: go at our cottage we have a dump you can I shouldn't be saying this but you can sneak into it after hours and, and pull the good stuff out and like I find boat motors and pressure washers and like stuff that's like so simple that to fix. So I fix it and flip it or fix it and give it to the kids. And they enjoy like using that kind of stuff. So like I, I that's just like my personality is I just love tinkering with that kind of stuff and uh, getting into it. My
2: favorite is the like four wheelers that you like soup up with (laughs) super fast like speeds for your children.
1: (laughs) Yeah. We've got, four of these like 12 volt cars that the kids rip on and uh like i found half of them in the garbage the other half were like broken and uh (laughs) i fixed them all up and then like we have special batteries that make them go fast as hell but the kids aren't allowed to use those unless they're wearing a helmet and i'm around because they're just too fast for them
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's amazing you don't burn those things out oh yeah so oh, I have
1: burned a couple out.
0: <laughs> we we're kind of talking about, like, Wes's history and how he got going. And we've been doing a lot of talks, um, a lot Twitter spaces and things like that, how to just start and get going. And, and Wes hit on it. Like, he started kind of doing these odd jobs and things like that and got going. And we're talking all about making tasty courses for web developers to, to hit on the tasty hasty of Syntax. <laughs> um, and basically, how did you, like start to formulate the fact you wanted to create courses and how how did you first present that? Since there probably wasn't a teachable or something like that back then, how did you go about just creating that?
1: Yeah. Um, at the time, what had happened is I was writing a bunch of blog posts on Sublime Text and uh, I had been contacted. What happens, I didn't realize this at the time, but what happens as a web developer is if you write a blog post on anything... Then uh, book companies will come and ask you write a write a book on that that topic. <laughs> um, so I was like, oh my goodness, that's amazing! Like jumped on a call. Absolutely, told my family I'm going to write a book. Um, and then I was like, okay, so like how much do you get paid to write a book? And they're like, well, uh, almost nothing. Like I think I remember it being like they take ninety percent of it. Like you sell a book in the store, ninety percent of that goes to. Um, I figured like the publisher and the people who send it and the truck and it makes sense, but like you'd have to sell a lot of books to, to make it worth your time. And I, I since realized that people who write books don't do it for the money. They do it for uh, notoriety and to get con- consulting gigs and things like that. And that, oh, that's okay. a good yeah. use, use case for writing a book. Uh, it helps you get a, like a job. Uh, you could get a job pretty easily if you have written a book on a specific topic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just kind of like was like, I bet I could just like sell this myself. I've been making these YouTube videos, writing blog posts. I bet I could sell something myself. So uh, I wrote the book myself. I recorded a couple of videos with it, um, and then yeah, at the time there was no, there was Gumroad at the time. Um, Nathan Barry, who runs ConvertKit now, he was sort of like popular in the space for. He wrote a couple books on design and made like a 100 grand or 200 grand on or something silly like that and that kind of i looked at that and go like man that's incredible that this guy can just make his own content and sell it himself and then he yeah. sort of owns this audience so uh, i said i would try that myself and it worked
0: so back in the day i mean there was no stripe there was maybe paypal yeah. was
1: oh yeah yeah, there was Stripe. From oh, day one, it? I okay. I had Stripe and PayPal. No, I didn't have PayPal integrated. I integrated oh. that maybe six months later because um, everybody was asking for it. But uh, I had to build the whole thing myself, which this is only, I don't know, seven or eight years ago, probably seven years ago. I still, the code base is, is I still run in that code that I wrote seven years ago. Wow. It's obviously been That's updated, incredible. but there's probably lines of code that haven't been touched since then. Um but yeah, yeah, I just kind of built the built the thing myself and I was happy that I did that because, um, I don't know, we can, I don't know if I'm sure if you want to talk about uh, running your own platform versus yeah. building it yourself.
0: Absolutely. Um, I think let's, let's step into like your creative thoughts around creating the course and then we'll yeah. dive into kind of that next phase of it. So... Um, you get an idea or you start looking at the kind of needs out there. Is, is that how you base your your next course? Is it more like what you're interested in or what the market's calling for?
1: Yeah, um, both. And yeah. you kind of have to find the intersection of those two things. Um, so initially, everyone asks me, like, people send me DMs all the time. Wes, I'm thinking about making a course on XYZ. Will people buy it? Or they they post a Twitter thread I'm going to build this. Will you buy it? And everybody's absolutely. Yeah. Rah, rah, rah. Like, of course, people are going to do that. But you you can't like you need people to vote with their their credit card at the end of the day. Right. So Mm -hmm. um, at the time, it was just like I had been writing about lots of things, but the sublime text posts blew up there. Every time I posted one, people were like, "Mm, yes, this this is what I like. These are super helpful. And I like I said, "Okay, there's something there. Right. Um, but now, like now that I have a big following, a large email list, I talk to people. We have questions come in on the podcast dozens per day or something like that. So we're able to just get a really good feel for what people need at that at that time. Sure. Um, so like if I was if someone was brand new to this, I would tell them like, just post YouTube videos, put up put thirty YouTube videos on random topics up. And see which ones strike, right? You're gonna, yeah. s- some of them are gonna start to trend out. You're not gonna, like, oh my gosh, that one got a million views in a day. But you'll start to, like, you can look at your videos over six months or your blog posts over six months and see what are people searching for and commenting on and things like that. Uh, but now it's, I, I just kind of have a, a, a feeling for what people need to learn just based on questions that I get from people. Um, And also, just as a crossover with stuff that I'm really excited about, because I certainly could make a Java course or something like that, but it's just not. I'm not excited about it, and it's not not going to be a very good course.
0: I don't know if anybody else would be either, so that's great. (laughs) No, just kidding. Um, So I kind of want to show off. It's it's one of my perfect picks, so I'll I'll burn mine. But I want to show off kind of how your courses are laid out. So this is this is one of my favorites and I've I bought this for my son so that he can start like learning JavaScript and stuff like that. Um, But as you dive in, like this is kind of your main sales page, if you will. But the key that I want to talk about here, like this is this is the outline that you have that you're presenting to people. Can you talk through like how you made this outline and what kind of timeline it takes to create something like this?
1: Yeah, yeah. so the way that I approach teaching something like this is um, there's kind of like two different types of courses that I have. I've got uh, courses like JavaScript, TypeScript, um, where it's like a fundamental thing, and I'm not going to I'm going to teach you every single piece of JavaScript in that course. Whereas um, something like React is, I obviously want to teach you every part of React, but in that case, we build an entire course. Um, With the JavaScript one, there's so many different topics that we can't build something that includes absolutely everyone. So we kind of go off, do lots of little exercises in that. So in both use cases, what I do is I have this mind mapping software called MindNode. um, And I just do over probably over six months or so, just as I'm thinking about a course or as I'm learning something or as I as I stumble upon a new topic, I'll I'll throw that into my uh, mind mapping software. Um, And then after six months or so, you just have this like huge dump of this is literally everything I need to teach people because this is everything that I use from day to day. Right. Uh, And then you have to take that and to distill it into um, sort of either into like what can we build that includes all of these things in React or whatever, or how do I how do I break this down into a linear fashion that we learn one thing? And that's probably the toughest part because um, like learning to code is not linear, right? It's right. it's just like, Oh my gosh, I'm here. I'm there. I'm there. You're, you're all over the place. You're picking up little tidbits and then trying to give that to somebody to say, sit down and do this from one to another is, is a little bit tricky. It's, it's definitely doable. I've done it in my courses, but it,
0: it can be a little bit tricky. So yeah, it's, in, it, it seems like it's incredibly challenging because as you, we talk about like failing a lot, like you need to fail this thing to learn it almost. And like you can, you walk through these examples and as you hit one, like it might click, but then like three or four later, that's when it finally clicks because you've, you've screwed it up before. So it's it's always this repetitive nature of learning, right? Like you yeah. you try it, maybe you fail at it, you go back to it. And it's it's just cool how you lay it out. I'm just blown away. So even in that beginner JavaScript, you have 85 different lessons in there. How long does something like that take you to create?
1: Um, oh, man, it's it's all over the place. Um, that specific beginner JavaScript, like it's not full time, but I probably worked on that thing for about a year and a half, two years from initial idea. Um but that's obviously not full time. I've other courses that I'm putting out and yeah. working on. I'm doing the podcast support things like that. Yeah. So, um it's more like just like always always thinking about it. Like TypeScript course. I've I've had notes on a TypeScript course for over a year now and I'm just putting it into I have notes and I have lots of examples and now I'm trying to I'm trying to mold that into what a linear course will will actually look like. And uh, we do little examples and then we go off and build something that's actually real life. And then we do learn some more stuff and you got to make sure that you don't use too much of the future stuff, but it's okay to use a little bit of future stuff and say, Hey, this is, we haven't learned this yet, but it will make sense once we hit it and we'll come back to it. Um, so I yeah. Yeah. That- Sorry, go ahead. That
2: makes your courses a little bit more successful too, is because you don't like just start with this outline of "Hey, I want to teach this." You see actual problems, actual like issues that people have, and you put those down and you think about them for a while before you like actually like put it into a tutorial or a course. And I think that just helps your courses sell more, but like makes more successful developers as well.
1: Yeah, at least the the type of person that enjoys the way that I teach. Um they get a lot out of it because it's it is literally just stuff that I've stumbled across in the yeah. last year of doing my own development and like sometimes well there's specific parts of I try to include like most of the language but there's some parts of JavaScript that like I've never used in my entire life and there's not a whole lot of sense in just making someone sit through half an hour worth of that where like I will often say, I use this literally every single day. Map, yeah. reduce, filter—that's that kind of stuff. This is really important. You're going to hit this a lot in the type of modern JavaScript that we're working on. Something like that.
0: I think someone put up like array chaining, uh, uh, optional array chaining the other day. I'm like, I would totally use this, but I'll never remember it. So it's it's things like that that seem like as long as you can hit the key ones, those those are. The ones to remember, those are the ones to teach because it's the 80-20 yeah. or 90-10 rule. This yeah, will kind and those, of burn
2: th- one of my perfect picks too, but the JS30 course, I did that when I was first started <laughs> learning. And I feel like it was like, I did free code camp and some like little tutorials that walked you through JavaScript, but I didn't see yeah. how JavaScript was used until I got in that course. And then you build those things and it was just so helpful to see like how you could actually put it into use.
1: Yeah, that was... That was like a really, like, I had been teaching in person and we, that JavaScript30.com course, we got a lot of people being like, do I, do you have more examples? Like, I'm sick of counting bottles of beer on the wall and looking <laughs> from one to 10. Like, what happens when someone needs to click a bottle of beer on the wall, you know? <laughs> uh, so, like, that was, that was kind of eye opening for me. People being like, yeah, I want more practice, but like, or the question, like, there was, I, I remember doing a talk once and some guy, just yells out in the middle of the talk. When would you ever use that? And I was like, "Okay, fair." <laughs> uh, I called them out, but also like, yeah, you kind of need to show people. Like it, my my courses are kind of a bit of both. Like you need to know the nuts and bolts of how this thing works, but you also need to know like when when do you use that? When in what use case is that even handy? Otherwise, I'm just learning that, being like, not sure <laughs> what this is actually for
0: yeah <laughs> yeah i think i think ultimately why most people are taking these courses is either to get a job or like to get better at their job and grow in their career right so do you see a lot of feedback either on your your community channel or like through email or whatever response is coming back like oh my gosh you you helped me get my first job west things like that is that like so enriching for you yeah
1: yeah it's uh it's crazy. that often maybe I don't know once every 2 weeks you'll get a, an email from somebody, I just got my first job. Thank you so much. The Aww. the podcast really helped me. The course really helped me or I got a raise. Like and like I a part of me is like, well, it wasn't really me, you know? Like I helped along the way, but like you're the one that literally put in the time and and worked on this. So, thank you, but it's not yeah. it's not totally me. But like the other part of it is like, wow, like The stuff I make actually helps people buy a bigger house or uh, be able to get their kids clothes and and pay for car repairs and things like that, which is really cool to to see that. I never thought that just... Goofing around on the internet could uh, <laughs> cause something like that.
0: It's such a wonderful, like symbiotic relationship, though. Like you are able to make a living and do what you love, putting these out. But then these other people are getting such a benefit from you yeah, teaching because yeah. you're such a great teacher. So it's fantastic. Yeah, I, th- I think that's the better thing. Is like, like thank you guys for supporting me
1: because uh, I get the sweet job where I get to make up <laughs> and talk about JavaScript for a couple hours a week and get paid for it. That's pretty sweet.
0: It is sweet. It's awesome. Um, so, okay, breaking down. So, your courses often have videos as well. So, I think I've heard you say before when you're you're kind of walking through and creating these, you like to create your videos and like edit them right away. Is that still the case? Or are you using someone else to edit these days?
1: Yeah. No, I uh, I edit them right away because if I'm if I'm like watching it back, um, I can like quickly see if there's an issue with uh with what happened or the explanation could be redone and at that point i'm already set up i already got the code where it needs to be and it's pretty easy for me to fix that um so i i've tried it as well where i'll record the entire thing and go back and edit it and also like it's tricky editing is is pretty monotonous so i prefer just to Record one or two, edit them and then go on to the next sure. piece. And it also puts me in the headspace as to like, what did I just say? You know? Like <laughs> especially if you do something two or three takes and you forget to say it on the better take. So that's that's my approach right now. A lot of people are like, well, You need to get an editor to actually edit the thing. Um, I don't know. It's just
0: I think you're doing okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think I, you'll I be all right. Like, I feel like Dude, my stuff Jesus. needs to
0: be edited by
1: me, but
2: yeah. Do you use a script for your videos or how much do you do in preparation before? Sorry. Yeah,
1: um, I have. So once I have that like mind map of all the topics, generally what I'll do is I'll try to get an idea for um, not necessarily the videos, but what are the major things I need to hit on? And then inside each of those major videos, what do I need to make sure that I'm saying in, in each of them? The gotchas, the common use cases, things like that. Um, and then usually the, the, that will relate to one video. And then sometimes that'll be like, oh, this is too much. I need to break this up into two or three videos. Um, so there's no script. It's just a topic and bullet points of important things I need to hit. And then kind of
0: just give her and we're hit record. That's fantastic. Um, I th- I think we've kind of run through a lot of our questions. Is there anything else you want to add before we jump? Oh, my gosh. There's a creature moving behind you. I love it. Who's your oh, friend? Wrong way. Aww. Snickers. That's, that's awesome. My, that's my dog, Snickers. I didn't even notice still like a tail wagged. Oh, pretty, yeah. Pretty, yeah. I, I didn't giant. even notice <laughs> he was in here.
1: He's, he's all freaked out. We had a big thunderstorm last night, so he's, oh, he's coming down off of that.
0: <laughs> I miss my pup. All I have is cats now, as you can tell. Oh.
2: <laughs> you must be getting the one we had yesterday.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was bad. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, so, as I was saying, sorry. Um, we kind of we kind of went through like your process of how you got started, how you're making courses now, how you're coming up with courses. Is there anything else in addition you want to share with people before we jump into our perfect picks?
1: Um, I think like the the only thing that i want to note is like you should if you're trying to build something try to build it in public and and get feedback from people and show them what you're doing because i see i hear all the time from people they may they want to make something they want to make a course and which is awesome because um like more people should be sharing what they know um uh, but they always get frustrated at the like how do i get it in front of people like it's you, nice for you Wes. you have all these Twitter followers and email list and big podcasts and things like that it must be easy for you. Um and yeah. like yeah, it is it is easy. Thank no. you. Uh but like like I'm not trying to be the guy like you got to work hard for it because uh definitely was really lucky along the way with a lot of a lot of cases, but you need to make sure that you're also building an audience and and doing the marketing side of that because you can be the best explainer in the world but you gotta you also have to do the marketing thing as yeah. well like you see it like there's a lot of I'm not like a huge code youtuber but there's a lot of huge code youtubers and you see them doing the silly thumbnails and ah like yeah. and oh <laughs> like this array method you've never heard of and like I understand why they're doing that because they're playing the game you kind of have to do that in order yeah. to to make it work so uh that's my only advice there is make sure that you are also building a public and and letting people know what it is that right. you're doing.
2: I feel like learning in public has been huge. It's been instrumental for me. Like I put like blog posts out. I don't even have a huge following, but I was able yeah. to get a job because I put like blog posts out there. I put videos on Spelt out there, so I got recognized for that and was that's able perfect. to find a job in exactly like the niche that I wanted to be in.
1: That that's I love hearing that because I, a lot of people are like, yeah, I don't want to be a like popular web developer that's even a weird that that's a thing you know yeah (laughs) but like you don't have as long as you're just sharing what you know it will definitely show that you know what you're talking about or are very interested in it and you got a job doing it that's awesome yeah
0: I feel like I need to switch to like Guy Raz on how I built this question like how much of this would you give to talents and how much would you give to luck I feel like you just walked oh. through that whole thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh <laughs> that's a good question. Um, I definitely think that I was early. I wasn't the first person people were doing online courses forever. Like I was um, if you search like jQuery for designers, that was Remy Sharp's course that I did like five years before I even uh even made a course. So people have been making courses forever, but mm-hmm. uh I definitely had some good timing in that type of thing. Also like in, in terms of like my own life situation, I was able to um, like, I was able to go freelance while I was still in school. So that's a lot easier than a lot of people who are, having a full-time job. And then I was able to start doing videos and teaching and make courses while I was doing client work. So that's a lot easier than somebody who just wants to to quit. So I, I've always like sort of just narrowed the gap as I made these jumps. Um, and then also like I had, uh, our house was really cheap when we bought it and houses are really expensive now. Like there's all these all these little things where like, wow, that would be a lot harder to do today. Not impossible, but I definitely got a lot of lucky breaks
0: along the way. Awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, we're going to jump into our perfect picks. And when while we do that, this is the first time we've second time we've done a live show this way. So it's, it's kind of interesting and fun. Uh, I'm going to throw up the banner and feel free to ask your questions live on the video um, with us. But as we're going through the, the perfect picks, I'll leave that up there for everyone. So I will go first because I think Wes is still working on his maybe. Maybe you have them. Oh, I, um, I've got mine. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. I'll throw up as as uh, we already talked about JavaScript, yeah. <laughs> beginner JavaScript. So that's a that's a Wes tutorial. You got to check it out. Like if you're thinking about learning JavaScript or that's that's your next language, check this course out. It'll definitely get you where you need to be or get you that pay raise you're looking for. So for sure, check that out. Uh, my fun pick, I was just on with uh, Tyler McGinnis and he was, he was uh, kind of doing his UI.dev um, background and and what's going on over there. And he gave a giveaway and he used this tool. <laughs> and I think this is awesome. I feel like I've seen it before, but it's been a while. So it's got got this <laughs> random name list and it runs into one and then finally stops. Which is awesome because, like, this is very doable in, in CSS and JavaScript for sure. So, that's my fun pick. And since we're live today, in only like a few hours, the Apple event is occurring. Uh, the iPhone's coming out for sure, iPhone 13. Um, but I am hoping, fingers, fingers big crossed, I am hoping. That they release the MacBook Pro, so we will not see.
1: happening. I know. I, <laughs> uh, me too. Don't break I'm my like, heart. I'm seriously just sitting here with my loonies, ready to buy it, but <laughs> one day uh, could, for, like, those, no, for those for those non Canadian, that is you. money.
2: <laughs> what is that big piece of money behind you with a queen on it?
1: It's a. Uh, I got this uh, in a barn. this summer uh, we went like. Um, like yard sailing we found this barn full of old stuff and it's a thousand a dollar bill that is also a clock oh my god and <laughs> I haven't hung it up yet I've got all these boxes of stickers behind me so that's why it looks that's why it looks awful but <laughs> the
2: queen uh, was so young there
1: <laughs> yeah yeah she's immortal
0: <laughs> um I'll, I'll throw it over to Brittany I have your picks up as well
2: yeah I saw the JavaScript 30 get put up there. But yeah, this is a free course that Wes put out with, uh, I think, a sponsorship. But that was amazing that he put this out for free because that means that if you're just starting out, I would highly suggest you go and take this course because it will show you how to build 30 different projects in JavaScript. And it taught me so much. Uh, The drum kit one, I actually changed into a piano (laughs) <laughs> and I actually still have that on my portfolio on my site because it's one of That's my weird. favorite things I've ever built. I love it, and it's a really good course.
0: Your second pick,
2: yeah, The Handmaid's Tale. So I'm a little late to the train on this one, I guess, <laughs> so to speak. I uh, we started watching this maybe a couple weeks ago and we're in season three already. So <laughs> I think there's four seasons out right now and I don't even know if it's still going on, but we uh have been binging that for sure. It's been really good.
0: I will say I've my wife was obsessed. I tried to watch it. It's too much for me. I had to back it, away.
2: <laughs> you have to be in, I guess, the right headspace for it because it can <laughs> be a bit much.
0: <laughs> nice. Okay, um, so I think we've finally gotten to Wes's picks. What do you have today for us, Wes?
1: Um, am I supposed to pick two things?
0: You don't have to. We, I try to always do a technical and a fun one. Oh yeah, one pick's totally um, fine. I'll, I'll I'll pick my first one,
1: which is not technical, but um, so I've had this wallet uh, for a long time, and it's been my favorite wallet ever. And it's just a piece of um, elastic webbing, like something you'd get in a pair of like shorts or something like that and uh and it's just it's great you just throw your cards in it and it's nice and slim it just you throw it in your pocket and i've had it for uh, maybe five or six years now and it's just like totally stretched out um but my wife um is in fashion and i was like like watching her sew some stuff and she like had it this and i was like that's what my wallet is made out of (laughs) so um my sick pick or whatever perfect pick is uh two inch elastic webbing um so i'm just going to i got some and i'm just going to make my own version of it and like literally the best wallet i've ever had like i know there's there's slim wallets and elastic bands and and all this crazy stuff but like this is the best one because i can quickly like see all my cards and i draw i draw sharpie colors on top of the important cards so i know what they are (laughs) um and like i'm it was like 20 bucks and i was like This piece of elastic was like $3. So uh, I'm going to make my own. And I encourage anybody who has basic sewing skills to make their own wallet with two-inch elastic webbing.
2: Again, MacGyver. Yeah, Yeah, I
0: was just going to say, come on. So for for those who missed it in the beginning, we played from Syntax. Wes Barracuda Boss. And we all think that Wes needs to be Wes MacGyver Boss. All you need is uh what paper clip and some duct tape. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, time for our Q and a session. So folks, there is a banner still going at the bottom. You can join us live for Q and a, um, we do have some questions that we're going to pop up right now for West to answer. So, the first question I have, is there an online course you took for yourself lately that you can recommend or found really interesting? Um,
1: No, uh, that's that's the kind of <laughs> thing about me is I don't I don't read books and I don't take courses. I can't I'm just trying to think of.
0: I'm so happy you say you don't read books. My wife harassed yeah. me. I said I read all day. I just don't read. Yeah, them.
1: it's funny because like my my wife laughs at that too. But like I'm literally reading documentation and scanning stuff all day long and and getting into it. Um, but just the way that like that's another thing that I tell people is like some people love sitting down and taking an entire course of mine start to finish, and other people are like me where they're just scatterbrained and they're just. <laughs> docs here or there example code github repos and just putting it all together and um i am of the latter which is funny that i make courses but <laughs> it's, it's working out for me but i just i just don't
0: you're very uh, much I a self-learner media.
1: yeah yeah exactly
0: Cool. Um, I missed this question I got put up. Hi, West Boss. I've started learning web dev back in 2020, but eventually lost consistency. Now I have started again. I have learned JS again, but want to learn React again. Suggest me a good learning curve. So maybe we're looking for course advice or just how to get yeah. going again?
1: Yeah, I get this question like probably every day. People just they say, "Wes, I need a job. Tell me exactly what to do to get a job," Um, and or like, "Which course do I take one after another, and will that get me a job?" You know, like, and it's it's kind of frustrating because like, um, yes, they will they will help your skills, but really the the career readiness and being good at it it comes from learning these things and then applying them over and over and over and over and over over again. Um, So like, what do I recommend to you is that uh, you start to take my Beginner uh, React course, no problem, reactforbeginners.com. But then say, okay, I built this. Could I build the wheel thing that they just showed? Uh, Can I build something similar to what Wes built, but uh, add my own little flair, maybe add an image upload to it or something like that. So... um, that's my recommendation to you is like, learn enough and then start to to build. And that's also why I did my JavaScript 30 course is that you really just need the repetition over and over and over again. And that's what's really gonna make it stick in your head.
2: I think you touched on it a little bit earlier too with the JavaScript fundamentals in your beginner JavaScript course, having those before jumping to something like React. I made the yeah. mistake of jumping straight into React and got totally confused at what is React, what is JavaScript. So I think having, making sure you understand those JavaScript fundamentals first and then moving and slowly going yeah. and doing React.
1: Absolutely. And people don't want to hear that. They want to, they want to yeah. just jump straight ahead. And at a certain point, you can jump when you're in over your head. That That's totally fine. You'll learn to swim that way. But you do need a good set of fundamentals first.
0: Uh, Chris Ellis threw out there a while back. Um, you won't remember things learned in a vacuum. I think it still applies to what we're talking about right now. But he also wants to know, when is your TS course coming out?
1: Yeah, uh, soon. That's what I tell everybody. Um, that's coming kind of the nice through. thing. Uh, the the thing about me is that I make a course and then I launch it and then it's it's out there. I don't have like a monthly schedule where I have to crank out a new course every single week or every single month. Um, so I can take the time that I need to make sure that it's fully developed. Um, I'm hoping by the end of the year, but I don't I don't like saying dates because it just makes people mad when or if I don't hit them or whatever.
0: Cool. Well, I think that wraps up the Q&As that I have. Uh, I think people were a little shy today. Maybe it's too early in the U.S. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, getting ready for the Apple event. That's right. (laughs) The Apple event's coming. Um, I've been doing a really terrible job at this, so I want to just throw this up. so for our Coding Cat dev, the way to get to all of these podcasts, and after I clean this one up, it will be out here, of course. You can just click on that podcast button. And uh, I was going to look for Wes Boss's friend, Scott. I guess it's been longer than I it's thought. Right there. There. <laughs> Creating a learning platform. So Scott was also on here. And if you um haven't checked it out i i it's hard to believe at this point but syntax fm is where you can find both west and scott west soon to be macgyver uh <laughs> boss. so thanks so much west for coming on i really appreciate it You're and uh, we'll talk to you next time all right thanks for having me thanks Wes. see you later